very weird. You're weird in a lot of ways. Now you click. Is this part of the show? It probably is. I think you it's think the, it is? I think this is the show. This now. is the show now? Yes. Oh, I thought we were just testing. No, it's the show. This is what show are we doing today? We're doing episode eighteen. Are you sure? Mostly. <laughs> How many hours have you been awake now? I woke up at noon on Wednesday. And it is now? 9.13 on Thursday in That's, the morning. It's 9.13 on Thursday in the morning. On Thursday, 9.13 <laughs> in the morning. On the, what, what's wrong? What did I say? What you said was that I deserve most of your money. <laughs> and you deserve absolutely nothing except occasional bits of bacon fat. Sounds good to me. Excellent. You're making it's a, a lot of sense. You've been awake for 21 hours now. Yes. I have been awake for about 21 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a simpatico, a synergy. What is it? I don't know. Are, Keep guessing, because that's fun. What is this? Don't it's do a that. kismet? All right, sure. It's kismet. It's kismet. It's not at all. But that's, see, that's not going to stay forever, because when you're up for 22 minutes, I won't have been up for 22 hours. Yes, I'm now up for 22 minutes. And so now it's over. Now it's done. It's no more simpatico. We made the most of it, I think. We did. Yeah, we got some really great material in that <laughs> one minute of time. Yes. Where my minutes awake equaled your hours awake. It's like life math. <laughs> episode 18. This is episode 18 of Fill Me In. Fill Me In, a crossword podcast brought to you today by... Tropicana, Tropicana. Light and Healthy Orange Juice. It's just like orange juice, but with half the calories. What is that other? <laughs> half the taste. Half, half the taste. Half the sugar. Half the orange juice. It's half the orange juice. We really think that this light and healthy orange juice is actually just orange juice with water added to it. That's the way they get you half the sugar and half the calories is by only giving you half the food. Wow. I can do that in most restaurants. I could turn my burger into a half-the-calorie <laughs> burger by eating only half of but it. But you're the finisher. That, so I can't, actually. You can't. Tony can. Yes. She can eat half of anything and leave the rest behind I've never in a even, heartbeat. I've never even seen her eat half of anything. No, she doesn't usually eat more than about two-fifths She of eats anything. the edges of everything. She No, there are many things that she'll eat the middle of and not the edges. Oh, that's true. But that's Grilled cheese sandwich, for example. Interesting. Well, you know, and that's not great for me as the finisher because I don't love the edges as much as I love the middle. The middle is better. The middle is where all the cheese is. The middle is where all the bacon is. The edges is where the crust is. Who wants the crust? Crust is, can be good. Yeah, I know, but I only want crust after the satisfaction of having eaten the sandwich. So this relationship is not working out for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, clearly. It's not. Not at all. Um, yeah. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Five years together and I'm left with just the crust. And all I get is bacon fat. All you get is bacon fat. But, you know, you and I have been together as a uh, podcasting Excuse duo. Excuse me, what's going on? <laughs> as a podcasting it's duo. Right. <laughs> a lot less than my wife and I have been together uh, sorting out the parts of the grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been doing that for five years, and you and I have only been doing this for like a couple of months. Yes. So What was your point? My point is that you've only reached the level that allows you to have bacon fat. Like you've only... Oh, I see. You're only at the like level one. So you're... We, once we've podcast for, together for like five years... I'll let you have the crust Wait, of the grilled cheese sandwich. Who put you in charge of meating out the meat? The oh, the meat. Fish. Oh, the bacon. Uh, well, uh, I'm the alpha male of this duo. That's <laughs> what? The, yeah. You are not. I am. No, you're I not. I am. I am. I am younger. I am more fit. I, I am larger <laughs> than you. Uh, but what? I, I no, can totally I'm, take you down. I'm the alpha male. How is that? All those things you said, those are me. No, they're not. I'm younger at heart. No, you're not. <laughs> I am, I, well, you're, you are bigger than I am. I am bigger than you, and that will always be the case. Not necessarily. You would have to do some amazing work to get bigger than me. <laughs> you really would. 
I could have a growth spurt. I don't think so. You're already, you know, what, 52 years old, 53, <laughs> and I, you're still five inches shorter than I am. Still, And yeah. probably about 80 pounds lighter than I am. Maybe I need to wear platform shoes. Do that, I'll let you be the alpha male. This is going so well. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> How many people out there would like to see Ryan in platform shoes? Raise your I'm hands. I'm not sure what platform shoes are. are they, they are like shoes that have, like, soles that are really, really Did thick. This, is that what Disco Stu wears? I don't know what Disco Stu wears. Who's Disco Stu? Disco Stu from The Simpsons. Yeah, I don't know much about Disco Stu. Maybe it's time to go into, uh... Well, know, did we start the show yet? I don't know if we have. Are we still rolling? <laughs> Let's do the... What do we do? How does it even start? <laughs> Viewer mail! Opening it up! in 3D. Yeah, so the viewer... We got a lot of viewer mail this week. We did, we did, and I'll tell you it's that... It's not even a full week. It's not. This is a partial week. We should be clear about that. Oh, yes. We haven't even talked about that All yet. All right. We're just doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right, and the reason is that Ryan is going away on a trip this weekend, and he gets home shortly after I will have left to go out of town for work. Right. So there is really no good opportunity in the next uh, several days for us to do a podcast, even long distance, so we're doing this partial show. Um, but we do have a lot of viewer mail here to deal with, especially considering it's a partial week. Why don't we start chronologically? All right, so the the first one we got was uh, from Harry Hassel. Who you know. I do know Harry. How do you know Harry Hassel? Harry is a musician. He's a, He plays uh, clarinet, flute, saxophone, so oboe. So I think there is something to this musician crossword puzzle thing. You do. The, the musicians have an affinity for word puzzles, Scrabble, crossword puzzles. Well, I don't know that it's for word puzzles necessarily, but there, there's a, a logical understanding of puzzles that could be related to the logical understanding of music. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to see a bigger picture, you have to be able to comprehend lots of different things at once and see how different elements of something play into each other. And that's true in music, where you have to read different notes and symbols, and, and, and in puzzles you have to see lots of different things mixing together in different ways. Interesting. Is it? It is interesting. As I got about halfway through saying all of that, and I thought, I didn't plan this out. I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. But you about. have to do it very quickly. No, there is, if I'm sight reading, sight if the reading. job I have is sight reading, then yes, I have to do it immediately. I don't understand how, that, how you do that. Well, you do it with text. If you get a script... You've done cold readings of scripts. Well, yeah, you? but it's just it's 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 less complicated. It's just one line. It is text. less complicated. It is less complicated, and I think the main reason it's less complicated to you is that you have been reading words for about the same amount of time I've been reading music. Uh huh. So it seems a lot less complicated to you, but really, it's it's kind of second nature to me. It just seems very. I mean, there's two hands going on. There's yep. this note. There's the F clef. There's the natural B. There's all <laughs> kinds of nonsense going on. There, there is there's all a, there's, kinds there's of nonsense. A, there's a. I mean, when I when I do a cold reading, I can do it in any tempo that I want. Yes, but if you want to do the cold reading well, you actually are probably ahead of yourself in the paragraph, ahead of yourself in the lines. And in your brain, you're processing what the bigger picture is of the scene and of the moment so that you say the lines with the right intention and, and with the right cadence and with the right rhythm. Right. Don't you? Or maybe you don't. Maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't, you don't. I, I don't work a lot. No, so... <laughs> maybe I'm not doing that. Well, maybe you should do that. <laughs> maybe it will help. Maybe it will. <laughs> I mean, if you plan ahead even a little bit, it, it might, <laughs> might improve what's going on in that scene. Interesting. What do you think? I think that might be a good idea. <laughs> Try it at your next audition. I will. All right. And I will get it. back to you. Okay. I'm going to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is your next audition? I don't know. I'll <laughs> find one. <laughs> okay. Well, great. 
great. Bring awesome. Harry Hassel along with you to play the clarinet behind you. <laughs> Harry, uh, Harry has written to us here. We've already ta- we tried to open <laughs> Harry's mail like an hour ago. Anyway, he seems like he'd be very into uh, joining us for what was it called? Lollapazula, Lollapazula 2008. 2008. Yeah, name for our August uh, puzzle tournament right. event. Lollapazula uh, is the name that Amanda, unparalleled parallel verse engineer, came up with. Yeah, we like it. We do like it, and we like Amanda. We do. And we like Harry Hassel. I like his name, Harry Hassel. That's it's, a great it's a good name. name. It's a terrific name. We're going to read his... Li- uh, you know, we've been talking about it now for like six it's weeks. a lot of build-up. Yeah. And all he really said was, uh, Hi, guys. Love Harry. The end. <laughs> no, he wrote, Dear Sirs. Thank you. I like that. Uh, Dear Sirs, I feel like I'm a little late to the party podcast-wise, so while I haven't listened to all of them, I've been able to get through the last several. I like to get through. I've been able to get through them. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's sort of like suffering the chores of the day. Oh, well, I got through raking the lawn. And, uh, I very much enjoy the banter, witty and otherwise. What is that? <laughs> what, what is that? Some of our banter is not witty? It's it's otherwise. How, what is otherwise? Give us some adjectives, Harry. Uh, the rest of Harry's email sounds like that this. I'm definitely down for whatever kind of get-together you have here in the Heights. Uh, apparently, he's been meaning to invite me over for some face-to-face Scrabble trouncing. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe we could have a big Scrabble tournament. We could, except they're not very good at Scrabble. Good. I'm terrible at it. I like that. I can't... I like playing games against you that you're terrible at. But I'm not good at, at arranging the letters in my head. You don't have to. There's a board and tiles. I know, you actually can do it physically. I, I understand that, but the, the, the act of, of trying to, to arrange the letters makes me a little carsick. We'll just add that to the list of things that make you a little carsick. There are a lot of things. I know. I'm prone to nausea. <laughs> Maybe that's your nickname. <laughs> Ryan Hecht, prone to nausea. Yeah, uh, so, but that would be great. I mean, people love Scrabble. Maybe there's a way to combine Scrabble. I mean, like, Doug Peterson in some message suggested a way to combine crosswords with something else. I think that was it, Howard Barkin. Was it Howard Barkin? I thought the it was Doug Peterson. Thing? Yeah. I thought it was All right, Howard Either Doug Peterson or Howard Barkin suggested to us <laughs> combining crossword puzzles with eating. I'm sure whoever didn't thought of it, though. Yes. You're both brilliant, and you must know that by now. Well, Howard knows anything, everything anyway. Well, he does. He is the great Howard Barkin. Knower of all things. He is. Anyhow, the point is, maybe there's a way to combine Scrabble and crosswords, or crosswords and Scrabble, one way or the other. It's sort of like uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Company. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Sort of. Doug Peterson has written to us to say, Hi, R&B. Your show reminds me of the Letterman show back in the 80s, Professionally Unprofessional. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Thank you, Doug Peterson. Crossword gentleman and man about town. I love the Letterman show of the 80s. Yes. In fact, there used to be a television channel on our cable service here, Trio. I don't know oh, if the right. channel's they, even they still there. Show, they, they used to show... All these old Letterman episodes, like Letterman from his first show. Doug Peterson is writing to us, though, and and he he has a couple of ideas. So Um, it was Doug Peterson. It was. He has a couple of ideas for puzzles for the first annual Filmian competition, now known as Lollapazoola 2008. He says he's written cryptic crosswords, but to people who aren't familiar with them, the clues will just look like random phrases. Well, that's true. Yes. Uh, So I don't know what we do about that. He says, how about a puzzle where the theme answers are all different foods and the first person to eat a bite of each food is the winner and no ham salad. Now, I've been thinking about this and what I wonder is, I mean, what are we going to have? Like a table with the foods laid out on them. Right. But then people aren't going to bother solving the puzzle. They're just going to go to the buffet. (laughs) Right. Right? Right. Or maybe we need to have a lot of foods and only like two of them are actually in the puzzle. So you have to eat the right ones. That's interesting. That might be a good idea. Maybe it's a puzzle where like the different clues... 
are something of assembly instructions uh -huh. for making a sandwich of some sort. Uh -huh. So you have to assemble and then eat <laughs> the result. Like it could be like a, a recipe of some of some kind. Yeah, right? that's a good idea. Like it lists maybe it lists the ingredients in a certain order. So uh -huh. you have to create a sandwich that stacks those things in that order, uh -huh. and then take a bite of it to successfully complete the. Now, would somebody judge? Would somebody look at the sandwich to make sure? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I mean, here my version of what Doug has suggested certainly brings to play something I love more than crossword puzzles, which is sandwiches. <laughs> I love sandwiches. I absolutely love sandwiches. I'm going to use this opportunity to plug my favorite sandwich place in the world. I know what this is. You do? Yeah. Name it. It's uh, it's the. It's the Big Top Deli on Main Street in Brunswick, Maine. <laughs> the Big Top Deli on Main Street in Brunswick, Maine. <laughs> Fantastic. Big Top, if you're out there listening, no, I'm plugging you. I think you're great. Uh, so, Doug Peterson, I think maybe we can uh, collaborate on coming up with this uh, food crossword project. Idea. I think it's a good idea. I, yeah, I think this is a great idea. And this is the kind of thing I think I want to have in Lollapazoola. I don't yes. want just straight crossword puzzles, because otherwise it's the Will Shorts contest. Again. Right. You know, we got to do something different. And I think incorporating things like food is a terrific thing to do. Can we come up with a date? For uh, Lollapazoola? Yeah, when are you back in town? Uh, I get back somewhere around August 10th. Can we do it? So sometime like a week or so after that. So August, how about, we want to do it on a weekend? I think Saturday is the best. How thing. about the 23rd? 23rd. How about August 23rd? August 23rd, that's the date of Lollapazoola. You have, you have to learn how to say it. How do I say it? Lollapazoola. Wait, that's, that's Lollapazoola. Lollapalooza. Oh. Lollapazoola. It's like a spoonerism. It is sort of like an, it's an internal spoonerism. Most spoonerisms take the, the first letters of things and switch right. them. So start planning ahead for August 23rd. August 23rd. Uh, now, I'm going to uh, move ahead to, but we got a viewer mail from Adam Hirsch. Yes. Adam Hirsch has written to us. He says, hey guys, longtime listener, first time writer. Now Brent, you know Adam Hirsch. I do. I know Adam Hirsch very well. You know Adam Hirsch too. I do. Adam Hirsch and I went to college together, but Adam Hirsch says to us, Graham crackers are made from graham flour. Graham flour is not, comments in your latest podcast notwithstanding, made from freshly harvested grams. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for spoiling yeah. that for us, Adam. Uh, it's basically whole wheat flour, he goes on to say, but ground in a slightly different fashion than regular whole wheat flour. The milling method was invented by Sylvester Graham, who believed that if people ate healthier diets, stopped drinking alcohol and eating meat, they would be less tempted by illicit sex and masturbation. Pretty much sounds like a lose-lose situation, if you ask me. How do you know this? Yeah. How on earth do you know? I think you're making this up, Adam. I think Adam might be. I think he might be totally making this up. Uh -huh. Same way that we were making up how we thought Graham crackers came about. Uh -huh. Although his sounds a lot more believable. Yeah, than ours. it's just ours come... Adam is a terrific cook, by the way. He uh, is. Yeah, he's, he's really a wonderful and cook. And he does and know a lot of things. He's incredibly smart. I'm surprised he doesn't do more crossword puzzles, because he's awfully bright. He is very bright. Uh, I think he'd be quite good at crossword puzzles. Um, but he does. he's never been a puzzler kind of guy, mm -hmm. I, I don't think. I mean, he likes games a lot, but I think he likes interactive games more. You know, things, And solitary games. Yeah, exactly. And he likes a lot of board games, too, and video games. Well, but, I think he'd like Lollapazoola. Uh, well, I hope he'll come to Lollapazoola 2008. Because it'll be interactive. And hopefully by then you'll have learned how to say it. <gasps> interactive crossword puzzles. How do we do that? Uh, we'd have to have a grid on the ground. Maybe there would be puzzles to figure out the clue, and you have to team up with somebody in order to do that. You know who would be good at figuring all this stuff out? Who? Uh, your mom. <laughs> that sounds like you don't mean it. <laughs> no, I you don't. know who would be good at this? Your mom. <laughs>
But it's actually the truth. But it actually is the truth. My mom would be good at figuring this out. And speaking of my mom, let's give a shout out now to my mom, who is supposedly listening to this episode. You're and, and XOP. XOP and XOM are, are, are both planning. They Zop said, and Zom. They've been asking me for the last couple of days, which puzzles are you going to be doing on your next show so we can do them and then listen to your next show? Uh-huh. So I told them, and apparently they're going to listen to this show. And it's so. clearly very important to listen to the puzzles. Or you wouldn't know what we're talking about for the last 40 minutes. Well, it is very important. <laughs> <laughs> and also, as you just said, very important to listen to the puzzles. <laughs> did I say listen you to the puzzles? You did, in fact, say listen yeah, to the puzzles. I've been up for a very long time. <laughs> uh, anyway, Adam has said, now we've lost our... our, our our momentum here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did he have this momentum? I don't know. Um, anyway, he was going on and talking about how Sylvester Graham wanted people to be really good, and then uh, you know, don't uh, drink alcohol, don't eat meat, and then he says Sylvester Graham's uh, slogan was "Eat graham crackers and stop touching yourself." <laughs> no, actually, Adam says that was never one of his slogans. And Adam has given himself a nickname. He says he's Adam, the one who eats food. I don't know. It could be, but the 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 self the self uh, what nickname-ization? Yes, self nicknameization is not an act that I'm a big fan of. No, I, you can't just, really do that. I don't know that you can give yourself a nickname. You gave yourself the name the finisher, though. I did not give myself the name the finisher. Who gave it to you? My wife gave me the name the finisher. Really? Now it just happens to be a, a, a title that has been passed down in my family. Uh huh. My father was the finisher before me. Uh-huh. Now, we have one more viewer mail to get to. Uh, uh, we have a, a new viewer mail from Thomas Heilman. Thomas Heilman. Our, our new non-celebrity friend. <laughs> Thomas Heilman. Who actually is a celebrity. Well, he is a celebrity in, in some circles. He has, he's been published in, uh, as a crossword constructor. New York and, Times, LA Times, New York Sun, Chronicle of yeah. Higher Education. Hang on. Hang on what? All right. We have an incoming call. Oh, sorry, caller, you must have hung up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. What are we going to do about that? I don't know. That was very sad. Somebody called their studio and then hung up on us. <laughs> well, uh, why didn't we answer it? We didn't answer it because it actually wasn't a call for us. Oh. The same line rings here as in uh, other nearby studios. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, Thomas Heilman wasn't sure whether... Uh, he said, we, when we weren't sure whether he was a celebrity, I laughed out loud when in your recent podcast you wondered if I were a celebrity or not. Sadly, no celebrity or man about town am I, though I did appear in the Kevin Klein Sissy Spacek film, Violets Are Blue, as an extra on the boardwalk of Ocean City. Have you ever heard of this movie? Never. Have you? No. Is it an actual movie? I, I'm assuming it is. Why don't you read a little bit more of his message? Uh, he says, uh, he was an extra in the boardwalk of Ocean City. I recall Sissy was wearing yellow flip-flops as she came running out of a boardwalk hotel and bumped into me. I tried to take advantage of the moment and extend my bit into a speaking part, but Sissy is faster than she looks, and she flip-flopped by me before I could say anything. Let's talk about Ocean's, uh, not Ocean's, Violets Are Blue. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. While. Violets Are Blue apparently is a movie. It came out in 1986. Ooh, it had Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah. After 15 years of traveling around the world, Gussie, a famous photographer, returns to the Maryland coastal resort where she grew up. She meets her high school sweetheart, Henry, now married and running the local newspaper he's inherited from his father. An awkward and tension-filled romance ensues. Wow. That's the it movie. Doesn't Violet actually mention Thomas Heilman in it, though. Uh, he's not listed here, but uh, anyway, that was Violets Are Blue. 
That we'll have was. to rent that and watch it. Yes. He says uh, his celebrity status in the crossword world is uh, also non-existent, although he has been published in a number of different uh, publications. He does go on to tell us about how he got started as a crossword constructor, and the story is interesting. Is it interesting? Should we read the story? I think it's interesting, but I don't know... If... I mean, the paragraph begins, interestingly. <laughs> I got it, so I'm wondering, is the story interesting? Do you actually think it's interesting? Read it out loud. Why don't you read it out loud, Mr. Actor? All right. I'll... All right, don't. Never mind. <laughs> how about you? How about we read it simultaneously? Well, that was like... Let's treat it like that dialogue. That was like about 80% of the auditions I've been <laughs> Go for it. Ah, no, forget it. Never mind. How about... Let's do it like dialogue. We'll, we'll alternate lines and such. Okay. All right. I think you're first. Oh, interestingly... Wow, okay, maybe I'm first. <laughs> All right. Interestingly, I got involved in constructing crosswords shortly after... I fell off my roof. I was up there cleaning the, <laughs> cleaning the gutters when I took... A wrong step and entered the air about me. I promise you both that a... Few seconds can last a very long time. It seemed it took forever for... Me to fall, though sadly I could also report that the mind does not... Necessarily take advantage of the slowing down of time to construct... Any sort of final profound thoughts to consider as one faces one's... End. The only thought that came to me as I fell was, you are so... Bleeping stupid! Hmm. So I don't really know what to do. I think we're going to have to edit all of this out. Probably. Right. I think we, episode 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fill me in. Fill me in. A pod word crosscast. Bird bag. Uh, tell us where you you, you're, you are, Thomas, because maybe you can make it to the Lala Lapuza. Wow. Maybe you can teach Ryan how to say it. I don't know how to say it. You don't at all. Have we done all of Thomas Hammond's mail? I, I don't even know. Done... We've done a lot of it. Have we done enough of it, maybe, is the question. <laughs> what do you think? We could do, a, you know, 15 or 20 more minutes on it. <laughs> we could. Let's not talk about any puzzles. Let's just <laughs> slowly slog through the viewer mail of the week, and then you can go home and... and, and... Viewer mail! Closing it up. <laughs> okay, all right, stop snapping. That's... No, no, none of that. All right, well, that's the end of the viewer mail, then. We have to get to the puzzles because of uh, Zop and, uh, and Zom. So the first puzzle of the week was Monday, June 30th by Lynn Lempel. Yes, this had found money. Yeah, 61 across was unexpected wallet fattener and what the circled words are. So we had a bunch of circled things in the grid that were kinds of money. Money. Duran Duran had circled Rand in it, which, which is, is... I've never heard of Rand, so I don't even know what that is. I think it was uh, from... I don't remember. You don't? No, I looked it up. Yeah. And I've forgotten. Yeah, the, the learning business, not, uh, not no. so good with you. Uh -uh. Uh, we had um, Mosul, Iraq. Mosul? How do you say that? Mosul? 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 Iraq had uh, Lira yes. in it. Um, Highway but, entrance had yen. Right, and grape soda. Peso. I guess this was fine. I, I don't know. This, this wasn't one of those themes that really jumped out at me and said, I'm great. No. But so. it, was a, it was a Monday. It was a Monday. It was kind of a complicated theme for a Monday. But it was one of those themes I didn't pay attention to until the puzzle was done. You know, there was nothing right. that I could do with the theme that help helped you. You know, it, it wasn't really part of the. It wasn't part of the thing. What I should do though is drink grape soda. That's in the thing. Yeah, these pictures of you. Yeah, I haven't. I've done a terrible job at making them happen. The ho hos pictures, those were great. They and were. Since then, nothing. Everybody is on the edge of their seats. I know, waiting for the next thing. I still have a picture somewhere of me uh, eating an omelet. Uh, is that it for Monday, Lynn Lempel, June thirtieth? Yes, good it, puzzle. It is. All right, thanks for a great puzzle. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. What happened on Tuesday? July first. I'll uh, tell you what happened on by Tuesday. Ken Bissett. Ken Bissett's Tuesday puzzle was a, difficult. It was difficult. My God, it was difficult. That upper left 
quadrant. That upper left section there was just... Kansas City University, formerly known as College of St. Teresa. Yeah, apparently if you knew where St. Teresa was from, you'd know that it was... Who is even St. Teresa? What is she the saint of? I have no idea. How does she get to be a saint? I don't know. Do you want to try to... She's not Mother Teresa, is she? I don't think so. I don't think she's Mother Teresa. She's from Avila, apparently. Never heard of it. Is that in in, in Latin, Latin? Avila has been used in a lot of puzzles. 36 times. Sometimes with regard to St. Teresa, and sometimes with regards to being a place in Spain. Well, there you go. Well, now I know where St. Teresa is from. Also, two down, objet d'art. Yeah, what is that? I have absolutely no idea. I don't understand it. Virtu. Apparently, virtu is a word that means this collection of art. Objet d'art is, yeah, it's like, is a collection of art? Yeah. Objects of art. Why can't they just say objects of art? Because it's like, friend, we have another call. Wow, look at us. And they hung up again. Wow. Oh my god, we've been so popular, and yet I just don't have the gumption to reach for the phone. <laughs> is it gumption I don't have? That's not what I don't have. No, you don't have gumption. Well, I don't, but that's not what plays into here. Fortitude? Uh, desire? Will? <laughs> I don't have any will. <laughs> interest? That's what I don't have. <laughs> I don't have any interest in reaching for interesting, the phone. Interesting. We have caller ID, so I can see it's not a call for me. Yeah. yeah. I want more calls like uh, Catherine from Montana yeah. for corn. Who wants corn? Yeah, that was great. That this, was... this puzzle, it was just... The other thing was that everything, all the theme answers were misspelled. They had... They were supposed wow. to have double letters, but they only had the single letter. Now, I have to point out... Now, I, I have a feeling that our, our blog peer, Rex Parker, probably does not listen to our show. But well, I, I seem to recall that Rex Parker detailed this theme as if it took a normal phrase that started with an A and then changed the meaning by separating the A from the rest of the phrase. And that's not how these theme answers came about. No. These theme answers came about by taking normal phrases that start with an A and a double letter word. So, arresting officer, A-R-R-E-S-T-I-N-G, officer, and removing one of the double letters to make it a single letter, and then it becomes a phrase that starts with A and becomes A, arresting officer. Right. But I, I felt like Rex Parker was misleading in his explanation of the theme. I think so. So I just I wanted to clarify that for any of our viewers who don't read our blog but instead read Rex Parker's blog, understand we know what this theme actually is, <laughs> and he does not. Exactly. That's right. Uh, so we had a resting officer for retired general. Thirty-seven across was late nobleman, which is a count past due. Very clever. Fifty-nine across, Carillon call. Carillon, Carillon. What? what where are we? Fifty-nine across. Hello, we're doing crossword puzzles. Caroline Call. Caroline? Carillon. Carillon. Call? Which is a peel to the crowd. I had no idea what this was. No, uh, no. I've never heard of a Carillon. I, I don't know what Carillon no, is. I mean, I looked it up eventually. A Carillon is apparently the machine that uh, you can play. It's keyboard. It's a keyboard-like instrument, but it's hooked up to church bells. So, oh, okay. So you play the keys of a Carillon, and it rings the bells. Oh, okay. Like a, like a ch- ch- celeste. It is not like a celeste. A celeste has the sound mechanisms built into the instrument itself. Uh-huh. Carillon is hooked up to actual church bells. It's an instrument, like, in the steeple somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right? Haven't you ever done that thing? Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the doors and see the carillon. <laughs> no? Never done that. No? Never done that. Wow, and I haven't done that hand business in, yeah, like, that, 30 years. That was very I got, I got you're very rusty. Wow, yeah, I put all the people outside the church, open the doors, and, well, that's sort of accurate with a lot of today's religious, uh, there's a lot of empty churches nationwide. Yeah. 
Uh, so this this puzzle just had a ton of stuff. That and I, I had to Google this. I had to Google on a Tuesday. It's not like awful. An idiot. Yeah, I didn't know. Thirty six across. I had trouble with stringy, ropey. Did ropey it? is a word. Ropey is a word. I don't believe in ropey at all. It's like uh, licorice. Licorice is ropey. Licorice is ropey. Well, yeah. licorice isn't stringy though. Can be. No. When is licorice stringy? Stringy. It is not stringy. It's it is chewy. A, it's a string. It's not a string. It is a string. Have you ever eaten licorice? No, it makes me nauseous. Oh, wow, add that to the list. <laughs> wow. So all my trouble was in the Washington State, Oregon State portion of this grid <laughs> on a map of uh, at least, you know, half of the United States. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't know uh, Avila. I didn't know Virtu. I didn't know Lasts. Cobbler's yeah. Forms. What is that? Still, I still last. don't know what that is. I looked that one up so I could learn that one. And so far, I've remembered a last... Is the uh, is the sort of foot mannequin on which you put a shoe to do the repair on? The How shoe. are we supposed to know that on a Tuesday? How are we supposed to? We should know that on a Thursday. You're saying? Well, a Thursday, I didn't know it at all. No. Now I, I know it any day of the week. But but who knows that? Howard Barkin. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> are you awake? Wednesday by Daniel Cantor, July second. Will Shorts. <laughs> what are you just gonna say his name? <laughs> I'm just going in kind of a random order. <laughs> Apparently. Is is that an oxymoron? A random order? I believe it is. Is it? Like, uh, what, Jumbo Shrimp? Jumbo Shrimp? I think the Wednesday puzzle and the Tuesday puzzle were published on the wrong days, because Wednesday was so much easier than Tuesday. Right. So much easier. We had, it was, this one was clever and fun. 17 across, 1986 Newman Cruise film, The Color of Money. 26 across, Ritzy Delicacy, Beluga Caviar. 44 across, Showboating Type, Grand standard, uh-huh. and uh, sort of if each one of these answers became its own clue, you would end up with the color of money is green, blue with caviar is eggs, and a grand standard is a ham. So green eggs and ham, which is the answer to fifty-seven across the Dr. Seuss book. Yes, green eggs and ham is a great book. Did you know that there are only fifty words in green eggs and ham? I think I've read that somewhere. There's only fifty words. Apparently, he wrote the Cat in the Hat, which had something like two hundred and fifty words, and. Somebody challenged him and said, I bet you can't write a whole book with just 50 words. Uh-huh. And he went and did it, and it's green eggs and ham. Apparently there's only one word in the entire thing that is not monosyllabic. Really? And I don't remember what it is. Anywhere? Did they do that? Like, I would eat them here, I would eat them there, I would eat them anywhere? Yeah, maybe. So anywhere. I enjoyed this Wednesday puzzle, and I, I did it I think it's relatively a good puzzle. quickly. I, I had a good time with this. I think it just it, it, it opened up the fact that I'm kind of an idiot. Really? I don't think so. I mean, I do think so, but I don't think this puzzle is what proved it. Uh, I don't actually think so. Let's clarify that. I don't actually think Ryan is an idiot. I think he's quite smart. Uh, this puzzle did feature something that now I might look for in the future, and it is the uh, uh, the, the crossing of two fruits. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the crossing of two fruits. Where did two fruits uh, and cross? one across was uh, the aristocrat of pears. Bosk. Bosk. And four down, milk sources, coconuts. Coconut's not a fruit. Sure it is. No, it's not. What is it? It's a nut. Okay, it's a nut. It's close enough to a fruit. It grows on a tree. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a fruit a fruit crossed with a nut. Well, that's not as interesting. I liked my version better. <laughs> the crossing of two fruits. Finish this joke. A fruit crosses with a nut. <laughs> and I don't understand it. Viewers, that's not a joke. Viewers, finish the joke. That's I not a joke. It's not a joke yet. Oh, you're inventing a joke. I'm I thought inventing you were, like, a joke. quizzing me to see if I knew the joke. A fruit crosses with a nut. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. There you go. All right, viewers, it, uh, give us the rest of that joke if I don't edit it out. 
the next puzzle of the week, and our last one for this episode, was Thursday by Keith Talon. July 3rd. Independence Day Eve. This was a fun puzzle. I, this, I like this puzzle. This, I like this puzzle quite a lot. We did not have the crossing of two fruits in this puzzle, but we did have potato pancakes here. 61 across, Hanukkah staple, latka. Love the latka. Absolutely. Do you eat yours with applesauce or sour cream? Sometimes either. I mean, I'll have one with one and one with the other. Nice. Oh, definitely. The theme in this puzzle was uh, mistakes, apparently. So 20 across, what this answer could use. The answer is proofreading, but there was an extra N in proofreading. Right. Uh, 37 across, like this answer's error, typographical, which was misspelled. The A and the P were inverted. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, 53 across, this answer contains one, a misspelled word, misspelled having only one S. Uh, misspelled is misspelled. Misspelled is misspelled. So that was kind of fun. That was that was a clever idea. It was very clever. I like yeah. the self-referential clues. Self-referential clues are fun. That was good. I like it when the clues realize that they're in a crossword puzzle. It's like the Truman Show. It uh, It is like the Truman Show. That was a great movie. It is a good movie. That was a terrific movie. Ed Harris was terrific. Jim Carrey. Ed Harris is great. always terrific. Ed Harris is always terrific. Can Ed Harris cold read script? Oh, I'm sure he can. Yeah. Ed Harris did not appear in this puzzle, but Ed, if you're out there listening, uh, tell us how you did on this puzzle. Email us at rbxblog.gmail.com. Please, Ed. I had a great time with this puzzle. My only trouble spot uh, was an actual non-existent trouble spot where I read one clue and thought it actually was in a different part of the grid. So I was trying to fit the names of the Cosby kids into other parts of the puzzle. (laughs) And I didn't remember them accurately, so apparently there is a Sonia Cosby, or Sonia Huxley. Yeah, I I read this on your blog. I didn't understand what you're talking about. All right, what I'm talking about was when I looked at the space in the grid for nine down, I looked at the clue for four down. So I saw one of the Cosby Show kids, and... I looked at nine down, and I was trying to remember a five-letter name for a Cosby Show kid. Raven. Well, Raven wasn't on the real Cosby Show. And yes, I, she was. No, I, no, Raven was on much later. Raven was on after Rudy grew up, and right. I didn't watch it after Rudy grew up. That Big was, Rudy fan? No, but I, that the era that I watched the show, Rudy was still little. My point is that I tried to remember a five-name kid, five-letter name kid, and I couldn't, and then I came up with the oldest one, who was only around for like one season, who I thought was Sonia. But it was Sandra. Yeah, but I thought it was Sonia, so I very cheerfully put Sonia into the grid. (laughs) And to make matters worse, one of the letters was accurate, which was for 19 across, uh, which ends up being Norse. So I thought that was right. Meantime, I have S for surfaces, and I thought it was Sands. (laughs) Well, Sands then has the A in the right place for 10 down, and an S in the right place for 13 down. So this... Error sort of snowballed into a whole bunch of errors. I can picture your face looking at this part of the grid. (laughs) I got so confused. And then when I finally went back to the upper left section of the puzzle, which I had left alone, because I didn't know, uh, like, Beggar's Hands, I didn't get cupped, I certainly didn't know uh, the Eartha Kitt song, uh, a lot of these things, so I left it empty. When I went back to it and found Four Down, one of the Cosby Show kids, I thought, oh my god, we have two Cosby Show kids <laughs> in one grid? Uh-huh. And then I went back and looked at Nine Down and saw that it had changed from Cosby Show Kid to Pasta Choice. <laughs> and I thought, well, Sonia is not a Pasta Choice no. at all. And I, I fixed I fixed. Well, my, that was wrong on many different levels. It was so wrong, and it so continued to be wrong It was for the wrong space, it was the wrong number of letters, and it was the wrong name. Yeah, absolutely. All wrong. All completely wrong. Wow. 200% wrong. (laughs) Mathematically impossible, but I did it. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. 
But all in all, this was a good puzzle. This was a good puzzle. It was fun. So to sum up, August 23rd... You're going to rent out a church. It's a Saturday. It might be... It's a Saturday in August. You know, three or four hours, and then maybe we'll all go get uh, dinner here in the Heights. That sounds fine. Indian food. Indian food. That's what this neighborhood is known for. It is, and they have deli- we have delicious Indian restaurants. Well, it's delicious Indian food at the Indian restaurants. The restaurants themselves are not delicious. You have you ever licked one? Have you ever licked one? Accidentally. It's pretty horrible. It is. Oh, you did it accidentally? I did it on purpose. <laughs> no, it was, I saw somebody else do it. I thought maybe it was the cool Jackson Banks thing to do.